This week we stray away from the beaten path. We talk Major League Wrestling. We talk Impact, Ring of Honor. We talk Hook, Samoa, Joe, and more. Let's get to it. Third League Radio. All right, coming into this week, I did not get a chance to watch a lot of things. I was broadcasting basketball. The Bryan County Tournament, actually, so I didn't get a chance to watch WWE uh, Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Recorded Collision, haven't watched Collision. So I'm going to talk about the shows we did get to watch, or at least I got to watch. And I should be paying attention a lot more often. Ring of Honor, TNA Impact on Thursday nights, really good. A really, really? good Thursday night show. It's a really good Thursday night lineup. If you're, if you're like me, you're watching Ring of Honor at 6 o'clock. And since I don't have access to TV, I pay for TNA Plus. So I'm watching TNA Live at 7.30. Ring of Honor starts at 6, ends at 7.30. TNA starts at 7.30. Runs into your perfect Thursday night. Man, if you haven't seen the quality of shows TNA's been putting on... The last or, pay-per-view was great. Well, I mean, even, I'm going to give I'm gonna give them a lot of credit for that last pay-per-view. Them yeah. going back to being TNA, going back to their roots... All of this, everything that they're posting up to is they're going back with their social media too. If you'll go look, yeah, and yeah. you'll see a lot of the old stars come coming back. Well, not coming back, but like old clips of uh, AJ Styles when he became the AJ Styles that you guys are right. starting to notice now. We were this watching a long time. Well, ago. I saw yeah. that back then, uh, but night of. Well, see, the thing on that is TNA Impact before the rebrand. Impact was doing great quality shows. And then with the rebrand, people noticed. That's right. what made people pay attention. They've still they've had this quality for a while, but people haven't been able to kind of take notice and see it. I even like when they do the Impact Pro- Provincial Wrestling Federation when they do like a throwback show and they go like really 80s territory everybody changed their names and we have different characters and all that such a fun idea it's a fun idea and i mean if you liked when uh wwe when they got a hold and did their own little wrestling Mm -hmm. parody and everything like that it's even more fun if it's taken even more seriously oh yeah no and and i think tna does it a little bit more seriously you know in the fact that it's campy it's a joke it's you know well i mean even you want a good okay this is something that cobain and i both agree on they have the best camera work throughout the American presentation. I was gonna, I was actually gonna say that when we were watching yeah, the paper. No, they have um, great camera work. You know, you know, it'd be really hilarious because oh. it turns out <laughs> that Kevin Dunn is actually working for them. He's like doing some sort of associate work. He's the guy, or, man. You know, like he's back there in the back saying, "All right, I'm Here's giving her all do. she's got, Captain." You know, something, something. But man, switching to Ring of Honor, I know we kind of been back forth on this Thursday night here, but. Ring of Honor is a fully formed show now. I really like it. It's not... Ring of Honor was basically AEW dark for a bit. It was just match, 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 match. You knew it was there to get somebody over or somebody... It was there to get somebody some work, some training, whatever. It, 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 there was no point to the match other than the match itself. Basically, it was their NXT. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> that's how I look at it, at least. But now it is a it is a fully formed show. It is a good show. It is... I mean, there are... There, and I, most people misunderstand me when I say this. They think I say story doesn't matter and wrestling matters. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is... You have to have them hand in hand. The story cannot matter more than the wrestling. Or else, why are we wrestling? 
Well, why even call? Why even watch something yeah. that's called wrestling if you're not interested in wrestling? <laughs> exactly. Watch. I mean, if you like a guy on the mic that's getting the crowd all pumped up and everything, go watch some stand-up comedy. Uh, John Mulaney, he's hilarious. I love John, I love John Mulaney. He's coming go, to Thackerville, by the way. Yeah, and, and he's and he can get that crowd in the palm of his hand, just like these wrestling fans. Quotation marks for the folks that can't see. Yeah, for the wrestling fans that think that they like wrestling but really they just Maybe like not. that they yeah. want to be entertained and that's fine there's nothing wrong with it but do not come to me and say that you're a wrestling fan or that i'm not because i actually enjoy the wrestling yeah exactly I enjoy the wrestling and it's actually part of the story too oh, that's yeah. that's the problem that's the problem you don't understand that they don't understand well that's what i've been saying about this this version of ring of honor compared to tony's earlier version of it is you have the stories and you have the wrestling and you have you're growing people like I have been wanting Lee Moriarty and Lee Johnson to be used for a long time. They're getting used and they're getting used well. Sean Dean, um, Sean Dean has been used backstage very well, but now that you got him with Carly Bravo and they are the infantry, that's good. They have got a great tag team system down there. They've got now the. The women may have been the focus of the Ring of Honor show, but that's just because, I mean, Athena's been great last year. Oh, yeah. She she was great. So you kind of have to put the focus on her, but everybody else is stepping up their game there. Well, I I mean, I remember now the last time that I've actually seen Athena wrestle live, that was a WWE show when she was in Remote. She was electric then. Then and she's better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. I would say that she's doubled her talent since the last time that I've saw her live. So that was about what three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Easily, easily. And she. I mean, she's one of those people. Like right now, take her out of the equation that she's at. Put her in another women's league. Put her anywhere. Uh, stardom. Yeah, she's put her in. De- put her in WWE. Of course, please don't do that. Don't. She doesn't need that. Um, put her anywhere, and she she's good to go. Mm-hmm. She's it's a bona fide superstar. Good. Right now. You're listening to Third League Radio. In another area of things I hardly ever get a chance to watch or something I haven't watched in a while. One of my favorite, I guess the one of the biggest missed opportunities for me. I mean, wrestling would look a lot different without the pandemic, but one of the biggest missed opportunities for me is Major League Wrestling pre-pandemic was great. It was awesome. The roster was stacked. It was the best version of Brian Pillman I've ever seen used. They knew how to use Brian Pillman Jr. right. No one else has figured it out. It was perfect back then. Everything was clicking for them. And then the pandemic. And then (laughs) then then Tony Khan came. He pretty much gave... You got to give them credit for giving wrestlers work during the pandemic. But you also got to say that Man, he took a lot from Major League Wrestling during then. He took Tony Schiavone from Major League Wrestling. I mean, that was pre-pandemic that he took Tony from them. But still, it was, um, yeah, I mean, good for wrestlers, maybe bad for Major League Wrestling. But anyway. Tony Schiavone was working at Starbucks to Moonlight with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Major yeah. League Wrestling. So, I mean, you can't fair really, play, to, yeah, fair fair play, play to him. And, and let's, let's be honest with all the wrestlers, too. It was that weird flux, that, mm-hmm. that weird pandemic thing. I mean, it's still affecting us now. Yeah, it and is. it's 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 going to be that ripple Japanese effect. Japanese wrestling for, is still hurt. Oh by the yeah, pandemic. yeah. And I, I mean, mean, that's why that's 
why Okada's leaving. You gotta, t- but you gotta take it seriously. I think Okada's leaving, and I'll, I'll tell you exactly why I think Okada's leaving. I think it's the same thing with Shinsuke Nakamura. If they come to the United States, they can work a lighter schedule or a different routine of wrestling to a new audience. They'll still be good, like Shinsuke. Shinsuke is Shinsuke Light. If you like Shinsuke Nakamura now, go back and watch him in New Japan. Yeah. Go back and watch his old stuff because it's way better, but it's not the WWE style. There's nothing wrong with WWE style if you accept the fact that it's basically a you know like your their matches in yeah. WWE, especially with the um, more named guys, you know, like uh, your stars, your superstar, whatever. It's it's a recipe. Close your eyes and call the match when you're watching a Seth Rollins match. Close your eyes and call, call the match when you're watching a Roman Reigns match. <laughs> or listen Close, to the call, yeah. And just keep on and keep on doing it. Keep on going. And you're going to wind up in the same scenario with Shinsuke. So go back and look at that. Okada's going to wind up coming to the States. Now, if he goes to AEW, he's got a better, you know, like when he goes to AEW or if he goes to AEW. Still, the jury's out. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be more of his old, his same style, but I think it's going to be toned down a little bit, just like Shinsuke did. Well, if you look at uh, Vikingo, he's kind of changing his style now as he's working more all elite matches. But I mean, look at Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson went back to his old style after (laughs) saving it up for years. I love it though. He's genius. But anyway, man, back to the uh, Saturday night. I okay, like I said. Been broadcasting basketball all week. Saturday night was championship Saturday. I get home. I'm done. I'm spent. I get Raj Geary drunk. I mean, I'm not joking, dude. Raj would be impressed with the level of Raj Geary drunk I was Saturday night. And I'm just, I'm on YouTube. I'm scrolling on YouTube and I see Major League Wrestling Reloaded 2024 uploaded two hours ago. And I'm like, yeah, let's check it out. So I watch it. And man, it, they've got some work to do, but I was thoroughly impressed. I enjoyed everything about it. I mean, there's some tweaks and changes here and there. Like, okay, do you remember the South Park wrestling episode? Yes. Okay, 100%. they called, what did they call their wrestling federation? Oh, gosh. WTF. Yes. They called it, okay. Yes. The Major League Wrestling Memories. Show. I, I had to piece all this together from watching the show because, okay. like I said, I haven't kept up with it. But the Major League Wrestling show opens with a big logo in 80s WWF style that no. says WTF, the World Titan Federation. Oh, it is classic. It goodness. is great. It is this awesome presentation. And this guy, St. Laurent, or I think that's his name. They called him Fat Joe because he kind of looked like Fat Joe. <laughs> But the announcers called him St. Laurent. I don't know if there was a first name added to that. But anyway, uh, he's like the bad guy or the owner of WTF. And that's the, the nemesis of Major League Wrestling, I guess. And it's this whole thing. They even had a number. I'm going to get this number out. I took notes on this because I called this number. It was uh, it was a 900 number. one 900 wtf And it was classic WCW style right there on the screen. Kids, ask your parents permission before calling. I called it. There was uh, no number there. It was not connected. Uh, and I thought, missed. Missed opportunity. The people on the internet don't know the word fumbled. They don't know when to use it. That's fumbled. That's a fumble. That's a missed opportunity. At, le- at the very <laughs> least, a QR code. Something. But uh, one of the things I found cool was they have a... Uh, 
working relationship with Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. There was a uh, Joshi match on there. There was Kojima versus Callahan as the main event. So, t- uh, so t- Satoshi, golly. Cobain's going to kick my ass for not yeah, being able to speak Yeah, we need Cobain Japanese for, name. yeah. Anyway, Kojima versus Callahan, that was the main event. There was uh, Matt Riddle teaming up with Alex Kane to take on uh, Team Filthy, Tom Lawler, Josh Bishop. That was the match before that. Those were pretty good matches in that. But if you get a chance, go watch it. It is on uh, YouTube for free. Major okay. League Wrestling Re. I have not Reloaded? watched it. Reloaded. I'm going to have to see it. I'm going to have to watch it. Um, just to see the WTF. <laughs> just at the, to ver- see the, at WTF. the very least, that's that's going to get no, me right. No, seriously, in the it, 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 I was thinking of you when I watched it. I was like, dude, Anthony would love this. Ring of Honor. Um, but something I want to talk about as we go back to AEW, one of the big major shows I got to watch this week. Well, a couple things I want to get to. The first one, Bullet Club Gold, winning the Ring of Honor six man titles. I like it. I mean, I think it's cool. Um, a lot of people are, well, a couple things on this. A lot of people are saying, one, that it's a demotion somehow for Jay White to win the Ring of Honor six-man title. Exactly. How? And number two, that they should unify the six-man titles for All Elite and Ring of Honor. First one, uh, how? Yeah, exactly. How? how is it a demotion? It's Ring of Honor. How? You're you're a you're a champion. There's not a demotion. Was Becky Lynch demoted when she was the NXT champion? And let's not even compare Ring yes. of Honor and NXT. Yes, yes to that one. <laughs> yes to that one. Yes to that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's not even compare those two. But you can't be demoted when you're a champion. You it can't get demoted matter. when you're still getting paid the exact same amount for doing the exact same work. Well, especially, I mean, you're a Ring of Honor six-man champion. And and two, the second part of that, why? Not everything has to be unified. There are different titles for a reason. You know what? I would like, there's too many tag titles now, so they're not going to do it. But back when they didn't have the Ring of Honor tag titles, back when they didn't have the All Elite tag titles like uh, like they do now, you could have very well put a United States Tag Championship on Dark, and I would have been fine with it. Yep. You can't have too many titles if the titles are handled correctly. Now, a lot of times, they're not. They're just not handled correctly. Like, for instance, you can have a Gulf Coast title if you want to, as long as that title stays on a Dark, on an elevation, on a show or of on that the rest nature. Or on the Gulf Coast or something. Something. Th- something something yes. to make it memorable. Something that, yeah, exactly. Something where that title is presented in a different way but anyway you can't you can't be demoted when you're a champion and no you don't need to unify everything well the other thing too is is you guys keep on going right back at you know and i mean you guys and the people in the iwc at large right i'm talking about the ones that work themselves uh into a shoot yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's the type of person that just gets so red faced and it just goes all over them. They're saying this is emotion, this is emotion. No. What this is, is this is keeping that organization alive until they have a, a TV deal. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill it. He didn't do the Vince McMahon thing and like nope. ruin it. 
and then bring it just yeah. blame it blame it for it ruining itself oh yeah that oh, was that was like that was the biggest thing with wcw because if you're a southern person like myself i grew up on wcw oh, yeah, for real. i grew up on crockett i grew up on nwa 87 i remember i remember all of that stuff way before i do wwf and that's and that's saying something mm-hmm. like wccw was more important to me than wwf for a long time yeah that's I right that's door. right i remember i knew about your iron claw i remember i remember when most all of them were still alive how about that that'll date myself but when you look at the big picture of all this he's taken an organization that was built with pride in sorry pun definitely intended honor so the thing is is if he keeps it alive it eventually gets a tv deal or like i've been saying they need to find somebody to be the ring of honor ringleader if you will yeah I would have loved what I would have done with that. Going back to it real quick is I would have had Briscoe brothers take over ring of Mm, honor. Yeah. They would have said, Hey, you kept us off TV. You didn't like our style. You didn't like the way that we talked. You didn't like our attitude. And they would have came over. Now my thought now let's bring in good old Brian Danielson. Yeah. And we have him come in and say, look, you guys don't wrestle with honor. You don't wrestle like that anymore yeah i'm gonna show you what it's like to wrestle with honor and that kind of fits into the combat clubs kind of right that's that's kind of what i'm thinking yeah. you've got to have something and of course you only have one briscoe brother he could come in there too but you know it's one of those things where that was the genesis of that idea way back when what we what needs to happen for ring of honor is you guys need to calm down take it as the fact that jay white has got a title you don't mm-hmm. He's still wrestling. He's still on TV. It doesn't matter if it's called Ring of Honor, AEW, or FTW. Yeah. Just as long as it's handled right, just like you said. Let's, in dang it all, what I want for Christmas this year is a Ring of Honor show, just a legit show. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. You're listening to Third League Radio. So the second thing about uh, All Elite and kind of people on the, this is a bit of an echo chamber problem, I think, with wrestling in general, whether you're a WWE fan, an All Elite fan, there seems to be a, this one sucks kind of a mentality. A lot of people are calling it this tribalism thing, but I think this is in that vein. Samoa Joe and Hook for the All Elite Wrestling Championship, this, um, this whole thing about Hook kicking out at one from the Muscle Buster. There's a whole lot of people mad about that. I've even seen some people use, uh, well, use the injury to Tyson Kidd. As, uh, Whoa. Because, you know, Joe's is Joe's Muscle Buster is what injured Kidd, you know, and all that. And but saying, it was a freak accident. That's well, like see, psychi- they're saying that, uh, well, he shouldn't kick out at one because of that. And I'm like, how many people kick out of pile drivers? Virtually nobody. I mean, you remember what happened to Stone Cold. I've seen people kick out of pile drivers. You know what I mean? And it's, um, I see what you're saying. Like when you're using a pile driver in a big move like that. Yeah. I've seen people kick out of pile drivers. They have. They have. But you don't see pile drivers nearly as often now anymore either. And But see, that brings me to my point, I think. When people do kick out of pile drivers, even kick out at one, which I have seen, it is done in a way that either shows you a a bit of stupidity or a bit of toughness either way from the person kicking out okay. whether they're 
so adrenaline pumped up they just kick out instead of staying down that extra second and trying to catch their breath and then they just get beat down right afterwards we've seen that or whether it's someone hulking up for a lack of a better term I'm sorry I apologize for using that but it's like someone kicks out at one then they look and like they're down they're about to get bitch slapped they know it and they're like bring it on you know what I mean? That kind of toughness. So, I don't see a problem with it. Hook had that latter part where y- y- you knew he was about to get beat up. He knew he was about to get beat up, but he's still like, let's go. He still tries. He go, and then, I mean, you see what happens. I, I'm all, I'm against the whole idea of you can't do this. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't do this. That's, that's the mentality there. It's like, oh, you, you got the muscle buster and you kicked out at one. You can't do that. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. If it's okay with everybody in, involved and it works, that works. I yeah. mean, I don't, it works. There's sometimes where, and you're right. I totally didn't even think about it. Cause it's been so long since other than, uh, you know, outside WWE that I've seen a pile driver. Cause they don't do them anymore. They haven't yeah. done them in a while, you know, like on the books. Somebody sneaks in there and, and does something to yeah. uh, get a fine, and and like I said, I don't believe they get fined. I believe that's <laughs> I believe a story. It's, a story. Yeah, yeah. it's all a story. Just just like Million Dollar Man had a wad of uh, hundred dollar bills. <laughs> that was all from. Vince. It was all a show. Yeah, it. it was all a show. Just so Vince would be covered. But um, no, you, there's no. This can't be done. Uh, I love Jim Cornette with all my heart. Probably more than probably more than he deserves, but. Uh, <laughs> Love him to death, and he'll he'll just outright you know point the finger, scream at it, and say you can't do this, you can't do this. Why not? Why, Why can't yeah. you? Exactly. Why shouldn't you? You know, I saw a clip earlier from 1996, Rey Mysterio Psychosis. Oh boy! And it was from Japan. And when I watched it, it was about a minute and a half clip. When I watched it, I thought. If Jim Cornette saw this in All Elite Wrestling today, he would flip his shit. He would go, what the hell is this mud show bullshit? So there's a bit of Cornette where I will always agree with him. But right now, he has got a... He's playing a character that I think he's letting get out of hand a bit. You, you think yeah. that he's <laughs> he, he's worked himself into a shoot is I what think, you're saying? Yeah, okay, I think, okay. I kind of I, I see that too. I kind of see that too. He looks like he just has, I, I don't know if it's high blood pressure that quite does it or whatever, <laughs> the, the, but he looks like he is thoroughly enjoying the rage. Oh yeah. The oh, only yeah, thing oh, that, yeah. that's comparable is like Henry Rollins talking about rage on one of his uh, spoken word uh, yeah, concerts. Yeah. So yeah, he, he enjoys that rage. He Good does, for I him. Think, I think he does. Good um, for him. So I guess one more all elite uh, topic before we get on to our match of the week. Uh, MJF. So, most people, I think, are under the impression that he's signed. There's still the... Still, technically, officially, he is unsigned. It is still the quote-unquote bidding war of 2024. But... Schrodinger's Friedman. Well, I don't think, well, I don't think uh, WWE's even bidding. I think they're under the impression that he's already signed. I, I mean, I'm under the impression that he's already signed. I don't... I really don't know. I think he... I think he'd be good at either place that he falls. I just know... I just think to myself, I don't think WWE is really as interested in him as he would like it to be. And I think his best place to go is to stay with AEW because he can be 
more of what he wants to be. Yeah. And I don't think that in five years, unless some horrible, tragic accident happens to him, forbid that, please, heaven forbid that, but he's he's not at his level to go over there. Like, I think he would get stepped on over there. I think his character's great, but I don't think the guy could hold up being there. Because I think with the way WWE does with their talent and everything, uh, I pretty much think they strip them of all yeah. all internal yeah. value. No, yeah, it's like it's like it's like going in it's like going into some sort of service, not military cuz military is respectable. Well, it's like they find <laughs> they find something that works and then that's what you do all the time. They're they're more interested in making money off of you, getting you over, selling your t-shirt than they are progressing you progressing well, every, your every match every match for those wrestlers are pretty much the same yeah, every yeah, once exactly. in a while they'll get a wild hair and, and they'll flip some other move and they'll let something else and happen, like but yeah you know cena cena gets the wrath of that one you know five mm-hmm. move john five, and, he'll, yeah. and he'll, he'll 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 joke around with it and everything because he does know that he knows more than that but he uh-huh. also knows it only takes five moves to entertain you yeah, and that's yeah. what they're going to keep doing until you stop doing, it yeah. yeah i mean if that's what you want to watch great I'm okay with it. I like watching it too. Yeah, no, but no. For there's, totally there's a place. Reason. There's a place for everything. When I talk about how WWE style is different, and it is, this is my. This may be where it gets me. Yes, but I say it's a it's a training school style. Oh yeah. I mean, anyone can walk in and do it. I mean, they've even said we're not looking for professional wrestlers. I think they're, that's they're the intent. I think they're trying to break. I think they're trying to break the whole wrestling mold. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it's going to really ever. It's really going to happen. And if it does, that's going to be the detriment to professional, to professional wrestling. wrestling as a whole. But Completely. see, there's a place. There's a place for that. As much as I, as much as when I'm arguing with people, I will fully admit that I, I will say, oh yeah, if 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 if, if, if I don't feel someone watches wrestling the same way I do, I'll say, hey, Rock versus Hogan is on Peacock. You'll love it. That's a cut down for me. Fully saying that there's a place for Rock versus Hogan. I like Rock versus Hogan. I it's like, a good match. I it's, like WWE. It's I, a good match for what it is, but it's completely it's different. It's completely what I like. different. It's completely different than something else. It's like Drake. There's been this whole thing, uh, most deaf, Yasin Bey, whatever you want to call him. He mm. basically told the world what everybody's already known. Drake isn't a rapper. Mm-hmm. He's a pop star. Yes. There's no, there's nothing bad there. There's no offense meant there. He's just no. an explanation. When I'm saying WWE is different than it's, there's no offense, just an explanation. It's, it's basically for everyone in, in the regards, like they're, they're trying to make it as palatable and marketable to everyone. And for me personally, there's some of it I just don't want to watch. Yeah. I just don't. And yeah. it just doesn't interest me. And there's nothing wrong with you liking it. It's the same thing with like people griping about movies or this or this mm-hmm. or this. Let me let, let me hit everyone to one thing. Just blanket statement. None of this stuff is cater, meant to cater to you, specifically no, yeah. you. Yeah. Maybe a group of you. Maybe. But even then, it's not that specific. It's got to reach everybody. So why are you getting so tight about it? And the other piece of it, too, is, is like, if you like MJF right now, you're not going to like WWE. MJF, yeah. MJF. No. Uh-uh. I, don't, I don't even want to talk about that. I, I mean, it kind of scares me. If you, <laughs> if you want to know what WWE MJF is, go watch The Miz. I mean. Pretty much. You know, 
Let's see. As let's much see as them I, do something fun to him, like they did with carrying cross and put him in a bridle or something, like some sort of like, <laughs> like harness and bridle, like little bits like, in his mouth or something. Oh my goodness! Uh, but no, it's like I just don't know. I don't know if I don't know if MJF would want that. I mean, you think. There's this whole perception among fans that I've found, at least in America, that, I mean, when I'm talking with fans from other parts of the world, England and Scotland, really, they don't see that this way. But at least when I'm just talking with American fans, they think every wrestler wants to go to WWE. That's the tip of their mountain. That's where they want to get to. They think, and I, with good reason, I can see why. They think it's the NFL. They think it's the top quality of wrestling. But when I try to tell people that it may not be the top quality of wrestling, just what's there, I uh, I don't think people are understanding what I mean by what's that. Like they're the top. Their their production value is great. Their uh, what do you call it? Their exposure. The uh, the amount of people they they reach is great. They're the Walmart of wrestling. But that's yeah, what it, that's really what it is. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. And that's that's what I always want to say to someone. It's like it's not a bad product. Like Walmart doesn't have bad product like either. So that's yeah, what I'm trying to say here. Like there's nothing there's nothing with it. And there's tons of people that I know that want to go work for Walmart because they like the concept mm-hmm. of it. Of course, once they get to work there, maybe not. Maybe not so much. But it's like Chevy and Jaguar. WWE is a Chevy. You know what I mean? There are other wrestling places that are like a Jaguar. It's it's a fine automobile versus one that you're going to drive every day that's going to get you. You know what I mean? I don't know. And they've done it to themselves, though. Yeah. And, and they did it. They, Vince did it to them a long, long time ago, way before it was the E. It was the WWF. Mm-hmm. And even before that, capital blah, 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 blah. We can go back. We can go back as far as history wants yeah. to go. And we yeah. can really chew this one up. Or we could say they're like Walmart. They are there for your low prices to hit everybody <laughs> yeah, from uh-huh. bottom to the top. They are not there for an elegant experience. No. <laughs> um, if there is somebody that's there that's a weird, like, for example, you go to Walmart. I saw Kobe Beef at Walmart the other, not, well, Kobe, Wagyu, yeah, yeah. Wagyu or whatever. Gunther. Great. Yeah, you got Gunther. a Gunther. Gunther's <laughs> your Wagyu. That's, that's your Kobe Beef, whatever there you want to call go. it. Yes. He's that one interesting ingredient in the whole store. But... But at the same time, what's going to happen to him after they get tired of this little run? Yeah. It's not going. It's not going to last forever. This gimmick is not a long-lasting Long-term. gimmick. Yeah. Oh man. He's very I, one uh, note. He's very one note with the gimmick. He's a heck of a wrestler, and those chops. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Eh, man, I know I'm a small guy, and one chop would essentially put me in the hospital for six months if not kill me I but think even cleave, if i was a regular guy leave you in half maybe well i mean you know shane gillis has that joke about uh trump would be the funniest president to see get assassinated but biden's the first one you could punch assassinate yeah walter could chop assassinate me just yeah. just one good one i'm gone you know it's like a scene in dragon ball z where he knocks a mountain down because he just got hit by a you know spirit bomb or something that's me. I see it like more of a, a rowdy game of uh, GoldenEye in the 64 with nice little <laughs> slappers chop. Slappers only? Yeah, slappers only. Chop. <laughs> Done. Oh. Done. Death by Gunter. Match of the week. All right, moving on. Match of the week. So, uh, like I said, didn't get to get a lot of wrestling in, but the ones I did, man, I... Th- 
You know, I think uh, these are going to be my two matches of the week, no matter what I would have watched. Um, so honorable mention, first up, going to come from Dynamite. It's got to be just simply because it's not a demotion. It's got to be Bullet Club Gold winning the six-man tag titles from Mogul Embassy, Gates of Agony, Brian Cage. They won the Ring of Honor six-man tag titles on Dynamite. Got to be my honorable mention. I love Gates of Agony. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I mean, they... <sighs> yeah, they're good. They uh, they really wanted to push Authors of Pain and everything, and then they just lost track of Authors of Pain. And then you get Gates of Agony where you're just like, that's what what I wanted to watch the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. And now Authors of Pain are back, but I don't care. I've got Gates of Agony. You know, I'm going to pick a second honorable mention this week. Simply because I got to go out and watch Texoma Pro live on Friday night. Uh, one of the rare chances I had to go out and do something this weekend. That Support wasn't... your local wrestling, guys. Yes, go. Support your local wrestling. Give those guys your money and also buy some merch from the tables. Wrestlers need it. Exactly. Uh, but there was a match. Um, it, Kane Carter with Devion Black uh, taking on Gabe Wilder. Kane Carter is close, man. Kane Carter is good. He, I don't know how far along he is in wrestling. I know I saw him working the uh, tables at the Lone Star Shootout, the New Japan event. So he is really paying his dues in all areas. Like he was selling merch at the tables for New Japan at the Lone Star Shootout. I saw him wrestling, working. He works for uh, Metroplex Wrestling. He, He works here in Texoma Pro. And he has really come along really, really well. I know with uh, Devion Black getting injured at the end of last year, uh, he's kind of had to take on some more singles roles and everything. So, uh, yeah, no, Kane Carter, definitely someone to watch for. That's what gets the second honorable mention. And you've mentioned uh, Carter several times before, yeah. even even beyond this, but also pointing him out when he's at the shows and yeah. stuff like that. Like, this guy is out there hustling. That's what wrestling really is, like what it really is. You guys are out there looking at your your Van Halens, your kisses, you know, these, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like you're, you're comparing them. This young man, this yeah. guy, that's what wrestling is. I mean, uh, yeah, totally. I couldn't have said it better. Uh, but moving on to the true match of the week. And man, for we've had three matches of the week for 2024. And now with this week, two of them. Go to Will Ospreay. Because it's got to be Ospreay Alexander 2 from TNA Impact. This one was, I mean, not an example of pro wrestling. It was it was a definition of pro wrestling. It was so good. And the way, okay, I don't want to give anything away if you haven't seen it. So I'm going to try to say it as, I don't know, in the best way I can. The way they protected Alexander's finish at the end of it stellar it was just a stellar match all the way through and then to have it in like that wonderful okay so that's one thing if i know that we're going to record if we're going to talk about something i always watch an osprey match i always watch like <laughs> some something i know it's going to be a value like even if i do not watch an entire show and i'll yeah. freely admit there's a lot of times i don't have that time for commitment i'm married Skip. i have kids it's life you know I have a job besides this, believe we it or not. We have DVR. We can go back. But, like, honestly, if you guys could start sponsoring us or something here, <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not married to my job, so, yeah, I mean, I we, can, hey. we can do that. Uh, but getting back to it, 
it's Osprey. I mean, honestly, I don't even know how to talk about him some weeks. The way he ended 2023. There's some some weeks when I come in and I'm just like, oh, this guy, oh my goodness, and want to, you know, want to talk about it, want to throw out expletives, whatever. And then I'm, I sometimes I'm numb to the point of how good he is. That's the scary part. Is like, there's times when I'm like, don't take your Osprey for granted. Oh no, that's what that's what I'm saying. He's amazing. And when it's it's going, this is what's sad for me. I think when it's over, it's just going to be over. You know what I mean? You think he's going to wrap it up and call it a day? Yeah, I think like when it's. And the summer of Osprey's lasted for what two, three years now. But when it's finally over, I think the sad thing is it's going to be over. I you don't think, think gonna there's going to be another summer of Osprey. Yeah, I mean he's he's not a young kid anymore. Yeah, and he hasn't. And I mean the, he's taking care of himself, but he hasn't taken care of himself. Well, the style he works, it is a well organized version, a well oiled version. But it's still dangerous. And yeah. It's still right there at the edge. So, yeah, I think he's going to... I don't think he's going to hold back much. I think he is going to change a little bit as he gets older. But man, I think once it's done, it's done. I don't think we're going to see like a, a Chris Jericho hanging out around out of uh, Osprey. You never know, though. Yeah. You really don't. Sure. I, I, If you would have bet me that Jericho would be out there with a super thin... <laughs> Unbuttoned shirt and you know just like well, hanging out and everything. I don't know. Maybe Sting. You know, Sting took time off, let his body rest up. You know, people say, "Wow, Sting's just sixty something. He's still going." Look at the time in between when he was going. He yeah. took a lot of time to rest up. So maybe something like that for Will Ospreay. So maybe, maybe in that. And, and, and to be fair, with as much what Sting has been doing and everything like that too, uh, there's a lot of downtime that he's had in the yeah. last few years. Osprey really hasn't had any, and he's, I mean, he's still on that cusp of his prime years, so he it might not be that, I think I think you're saying goodbye a little too soon. That's what I'm getting at. I think he's still got a few more years left in him, but it's going to be, it, it, I see the end coming too. I do too. I get it. All right, speaking of seeing the end coming, that's going to do it for us. We will wrap it up. We will see you next week right here, Third League Radio.